Welcome to the Overwhelm is Optional podcast, where each week we find ways to gently rebel against the nonsense that overwhelm and exhaustion are just the price you pay to have the life you want. I've been thinking a lot about the difference between having it all and doing it all, which sounds really obvious now I say it, but this is how it came about. So I stumbled across my LinkedIn profile, which I don't often look at, and I think I updated it a few months ago with a new tagline to try out for fun, which said, have it all by going small. And that came from a conversation I had with somebody who said they had this objection to what they thought what I was about to say to them about my work was, oh, you can have it all, but you've got to make these huge, wild, sweeping changes. And when she managed to listen to me, despite feeling very overwhelmed, and said, oh, so you mean I don't have to make huge, wild, disruptive changes? You're saying that I can do small things to have it all. That's amazing. And then she just says, so basically I can have it all by going small or something. I don't know, she's messing around with this thing. So I thought I'd try it out because it's fun to try out different ways of communicating what I'm trying to communicate with the world and with myself. And I saw it again and read it again and thought, does that still feel like a good message? And I don't know, you can mess about with these things forever. It doesn't really matter. It is a good message. And then it suddenly struck me. And now I'm saying this, I feel slightly embarrassed because it feels like Duh, obviously Heidi, but anyway, I'll share it anyway, because this is um, my journey and I feel that by telling my story, it will help at least one person because if if I had come across this podcast 10 years ago, man, my life would have been much easier. So here goes. So it suddenly occurred to me that I used to think that to have it all, I had to do it all and that doing it all, just finding better ways to do things would mean I could then have it all. Whereas now I've realised the way I look at it is I've redefined what having it all is. Now, and this is really important. It's very easy, isn't it, to look at somebody who, like me, who's saying you can have it all and you can chill out about it, is that you think, yeah, but then you're not really as busy as me. You're not trying to achieve as much as me. You're not under as much pressure as me. But I was because I thought that that was the deal with the universe, that the deal with the world is that if I felt under considerable pressure, I could have work that was meaningful because it had responsibility. And with responsibility, with great power comes great responsibility. No, we're not going to Spider-Man. With responsibility comes the pressure of obligation and the looking after of other people and making sure that they're okay. Managing people can be tricky. So there's lots of pressure involved in that. And If you don't want that pressure, you need to downsize and do something where you have no responsibility and you have less meaning in your work. Although that's that's how my mind used to think. If I maybe just, I don't know, went and did something like waitressing or something, then maybe that would be easier and I wouldn't feel so overwhelmed. And then I could just downsize my life, you know, live in a much smaller house or, or a house somewhere that isn't as beautiful to live, you know, a cheaper place to live, just downsize everything and then I'd be okay. And so I got stuck into this black and white thinking that either I had to find a way to make everything work by becoming more skilled at doing things. So better at managing people, better at managing myself, better at managing my stress, better at sleeping, better at finding energy to exercise, even though every time I went to exercise, it made me ill because that really didn't help. You know, those people who say, well, if you exercise, you feel better. Well, that doesn't work for everybody at all points in their life. 
It's, it's one of those well-meaning things that works some of the time. I mean, I definitely, now I'm well again, now I'm not surfing the verge of burnout. Exercise in general does make me feel better, but not if I'm really tired, it doesn't. Now, maybe it does for you. People are very, very different. I used to know somebody who whose answer to everything, and she wasn't, she wasn't a big eater, she wasn't overweight, but her answer to everything was food. She said that you can pretty much solve everything by just eating. Definitely not for me. That's not how my gut works. My answer would be probably not to eat, actually. And I found that that my answer to most things when I'm feeling, you know, not quite myself is actually rest. Rest has a hugely beneficial impact on me, although I still notice sometimes I'm resisting it, which is hilarious because it pretty much rest will do it for me. But sometimes exercise will. And now I'm well I and I pay attention. I'm better, more skilled at paying attention to what I need. I'm more likely to do what's most helpful for me or change course halfway through. So say I go to rest and then I'm like, no, my body really wants to move. Oh, I'll just go out for a quick walk with my dogs. Or maybe I start on what I think is going to be a long walk. And then I think, actually, did I forget to eat because I was excited about doing something or am I just that's not quite right? No, I'm going to do a shorter walk and I'm okay with that because it, I'm not in competition with myself in, in the way I think I was before. So before I thought to have this life where I get to have really good work, like work where I have responsibility, I can I can change how things are done, I can you know have power to 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 make things better. And with that comes more money, etc., and then a better lifestyle. That well-paid, meaningful work, satisfying work. I thought because everybody else was reflecting that to me that to have that cost would cost me in terms of overwhelm, exhaustion, and time and space for myself and my life outside of work. That that work would just naturally have to leak into the rest of my life. That it would cost me. That that's like that's what you pay. That's that's the deal, and because I believed that, I was prepared to make that those sacrifices. Now I know differently. Now I know that's not true, and also that it doesn't work because it's not sustainable, and that I'm not at my best when I don't look after myself. So now I've redefined those things, and I've looked at my beliefs because when I believe when I believed that that was it was an either or thing. I didn't want to downsize, even when I was at my most exhausted. I mean, sometimes I used to think, oh, so maybe in six months time, I'll hand in my notice and we can move to here and I can just like chill out or, you know, just do less. Somehow I wanted too much and I should have wanted less. And if I wanted less, that would have been better. And it's my own fault. If you and I do think there were subtle, there were subtle and probably very unsubtle messages coming. Well, if you want that much, if you do insist on having another promotion. In fact, I remember once I went to see my acupuncturist and he said, how are you? And I was clearly exhausted. And and I said, oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty tired, but um, I'm really excited. I've got a promotion. And he, instead of saying congratulations, I can't remember what the words were, but it was like, oh, dear. <laughs> it's quite interesting. It wasn't entirely negative but it was it made me kind of like jump with the like paying attention because people don't normally react like that and now 
I think I would react like that to somebody who was looking exhausted, but getting promotion after promotion after promotion, because it it's not always a good thing. It depends what you want. It depends what your definition of having it all is. And if we think about now, I know that everything I do is in order to feel a certain way, safer, more acceptable, more loved, um, at less risk of disappointment, um, to have more space for myself, to feel more fulfillment, to feel rested, to feel well, to feel connected, to feel a sense of achievement, to feel more ease, to feel more loved. Like everything we do is to feel something, right? And and once I remember that or learn, have learned that and consider it more, then it becomes easier to look at what I'm up to and where I'm going off course. And it also makes it easier easier for me to have it all because instead of trying to do everything I just think about how I can have that feeling already so having it all to me is having joyful satisfying meaningful well-paid work because the work matters to me it, it really does I love to work and I want to do work that uses my unique skills and knowledge, that matters to me. So I'm not going to give that up. And then I also want to feel really, really well. And I'm 55 now and I can honestly say, I don't think I've ever felt weller, seriously. And I'm not some major exercise freak or really, really strict diet. I We eat really well. We eat really good quality food. That doesn't mean I never eat rubbish. and we we like to be outside as a couple as a family we like being outside we have animals i do a lot of shifting stuff in the garden which is probably my natural which is my natural gym going for a lot of walks but i don't have some serious highly structured exercise program because i don't like that that doesn't work for me but it has worked at times in my life but right now i know what works for me and yes, I still get my mind bombarding with me, me, with things like you should be doing more weightlifting because you're a woman who's getting older. And there's, there's still those oughts and shoulds. That's going to happen, right? But in general, I feel really well. I'm really grateful for my health. And I know that because of the, the contrast with five years ago when I burnt out. And I, I'm never going back there. It takes a long, long, long time to properly recover from burnout and then to undo the habits that and beliefs that allowed me to treat myself so badly, allowed me to think that it was fine. I mean, part of it is a is an un, is a knowing that I'm quite a tough person, as in I'm quite I'm resilient. You know, I I'm I'm quite good at dealing with a lot of stuff and still being okay or appearing to be okay you know I'm very good I'm very high functioning under stress so I I know what's going on I was thinking yes but that person needs my help so I can I'm going to keep allowing them to offload on me or offering to help them because they've come to me even though I was planning on leaving half an hour ago because I'll be okay because I genuinely believed I would be okay because I just honestly didn't think I was the kind of person to burn out. I genuinely, like, 
it didn't, it just never would have occurred to me, even though there were times when I was obviously close to it. So that's, so it's not, what I'm saying is it's not just that I was treating myself badly, it's that I had the belief that I wouldn't burn out. I had the belief that I was handling it. I had the belief that that's surfing the verge of burnout, even though I didn't realise I was doing it. But the, the symptoms I look back on, that overwhelming exhaustion, that just about getting through another day, that struggle to get up in the morning, that Saturday morning unwellness, that lack of headspace, that um, constant putting things off outside of work that mattered to me, but also that thrillingness of achieving stuff at work. You know, that's that's great fun, right? I love all of that. But the cost was too high, but I thought it was the cost. Like, it's just the way things are. There's nothing you can do. So I thought to have it all would cost me that. It did cost me that. And that was okay. Like, it would all even out. I don't know. I would find a way. I And I'm also very optimistic. So I did believe that I would find a way. And I was always finding a way to tweak things. So I upped my productivity by studying productivity and learned lots about how to be more productive and hold less stuff in your head. And that helped me be more productive. But all I did then is instead of taking more space for myself, I just took on more because ask a busy person and it's, you know, there is, there is something nice about being the go-to person to get things done because that's fun, right? If you're, if you're a really efficient person who can see how things can be better, it's, it's, it is a really valuable role and it is fun being in the role, but it cost me, cost me too much. And now I know that that's not a price I'm willing to pay in order to have that satisfaction in work, because actually I didn't have it all. I was constantly struggling to have it all. I was doing really well at work and part of my life was going very well. So um, you know, had good relationship. Lots, I had lots of amazing experiences, like traveling and all sorts of things. There was a lot. It wasn't like I wasn't doing anything outside of work, but it it was imbalanced, and I was losing parts of myself that are very, very important to me, like my ability to switch off easily and laugh, and sleep well, and just be well, and be at ease, and be happy. That that was going because I I got stuck in that push, 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 tense mode because that got me through the day. It was working and I didn't think I had a choice. Whereas now I would say, okay, so I want it all. How can I have it all? And I mean all now. I thought I was aiming for having it all by solving problems like not being able to sleep, not being able to switch off, um, aches and pains and tension in my body, unwellness, you know, just manage your stress better, learn to sleep better, learn to be more productive, learn to have better boundaries, learn, 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 push, 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 push. I thought if I solved all of those problems, I would solve the problem. Then I could get my life back and I could keep the career and have a life outside of work. And I spent years working that out and learnt a lot and I and those things do work and they're all valuable like learning sleep does work but if if you keep piling on the stress and not looking after yourself then in the end no no matter how much sleep you have you're not going to feel great because it's just too much you just I've I 
was just pushing myself too hard. So now I've had to say, okay, so trying to do everything. So that would, and that would be like, so in my time off, I'm going to do, 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 do. I'm going to go traveling. I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to have this happen. And you can do that. You can juggle it all, but God is exhausting. And it, it, it's not very much fun. Also, I don't like everything to be structured. So if, if, if I've put in, you know, like sleep, I read all of the sleep stuff and it was very structured. Go to bed at the same time, get up at the same time, have um, a very structured sleeping environment, environment like temperature and duvet and pillow. Oh my goodness, it's exhausting even thinking about it. Now I find it much easier to sleep. I just don't have all of those things. I have some of them. So I know, for example, that if I'm tired and I don't go to bed when I'm ready to go to bed, then I'll what I call miss my sleep drain. And then it's like you have to wait a bit for the next sleep drain. And that's a sleep cycle. So I do still, I'm still aware of those things and I'm still using them. What I'm not doing is having such a restriction on my life that I just can't do anything. It's just horrible having it like that. And that constantly trying to squeeze more and more achievements and experiences and tasks into each day I also found actually that wasn't resulting in me having it all. That was resulting in me doing it all. And it's not actually that satisfying because there's not really any space to feel the satisfaction of achieving things. It all just, it's, everything happens too quickly. Everything feels too overwhelming, you know, overloading. There's not, there's just, it's, that's not having it all. So I was mistaken before. And I can see that now. I've, I'm, I'm not worried about admitting that because that's that's the, that's how we do things. That's that's how things are set up. So it's not terrible. It's just that, thankfully, because I completely imploded my life by burning out and had to find another way, I've found another way. And I'm really excited about that. So now I would say having it all means, first of all, identifying what that means to me. And it changes over time and in seasons so that to me still means having well-paid, satisfying, meaningful work that uses my unique skills and expertise and gifts. That matters to me. And it matters to me right now that we still get to live in this house, that we still get to pay this mortgage. That matters to me. Don't know if it always will. But right now, I want. I choose this lifestyle. I choose this work. Um, I choose to feel really well. I choose to have friends that have the same values as me, that value me um, and I value them. There's an equal exchange of energy and value, like deep connection that I work with people who have similar levels of integrity. And that's different, isn't it? Than than the having it all before. So before it was a struggle between well-paid, meaningful work and the rest of my life. Now it's the things that are completely intertwined. So by up-leveling my expectations of my relationship, so I only work and am friends with people who work with integrity or, or behave with integrity, who have similar values. So that's about having it all now to me is about valuing myself. So the biggest thing for me has been, and this sounds so silly now, 
I don't know what it is. Some people just seem to grow grow up with a an understanding that looking after themselves is just what you do. I really didn't. It's, it just feels a bit silly now. That it's taken me, you know, well, I think it was last year I first declared this out loud, 54 years to learn that looking after myself properly is like <laughs> basic life skill. And it seems silly because it's not that I was silly as in, you know, I wasn't looking after, I looked like I was looking after myself properly, but it's that I didn't, I didn't really understand that it's my number one job, that, that it's a fundamental and very serious commitment that everything stems from looking after myself properly, that overextending myself, that overgiving, that not having good boundaries, that not putting myself and my health first, that's crazy. It's just crazy. I Honestly, it's taken me this long to really understand that, that, that I matter, that, that, that looking after my body, that eating when I'm hungry, that resting when I need to rest, that being able to say, excuse me, can I have a drink of water? Like some really basic things that I just, I just didn't get. I just didn't seem to know. I don't know why. I'm sure there's lots of reasons why well, I have examined reasons. I've talked about them before. So it depends, doesn't it, on what's being mirrored around you. But I've always admit, I've always been amazed and admired how some people can just walk into a room and they just expect to be respected and taken care of. Like they will just ask for what they need and it doesn't seem to create a fuss. It doesn't feel wrong. Now, some people do make a big fuss and I think that's what's put me off because I, I really don't like making a fuss. I don't know if it's a very English thing, but I just... I don't like being the centre of attention. I don't want to make a fuss. I don't want to be, mo- I don't like moany things. But there is a way, isn't there, to say, actually, I, I need a break or actually that time doesn't work for me or can we rearrange that or could I have a glass of water or would you mind letting me sit down? I don't know. There, there are ways of doing these things where you can look after yourself in a, in a gentle but firm way. And that's what I aim for now. Have I got it sussed? No. But the fact that I feel more well than I've ever felt is a really good sign. And I'm getting better at understanding my needs and, and how to communicate them when I need to communicate them to somebody else. But mostly it's not really to do with other people. It's to do with me. It's to do with how I can easily get stuck in my head and forget about my body and then wonder why I'm really hungry, I'm really tired and my body aches. It's just because I got overexcited about work, (laughs) to be honest. And that could be this kind of work or that could be, I do it when I'm working in the garden. I can go all day and, and my partner will say to me, are you overdoing in the garden again? It's easily done. I just get really, really hyper-focused on something and I really want to finish it. And I just, I love that part of me, but I have learned and am learning more and more to say, hang on a sec, you know, you've got a body. You don't just live in your head. Knees looking after too. Anyway, I just wanted to share that, the idea that doing it all is not the same as having it all. And that sounds so simple now I can see that clearly. But it's really important because I still know that at times I'm trying to do lots of things in order to feel a certain way, in order to have that feeling of having it all, that, that peace, that sense of achievement, 
that feeling at home in my world, I can easily get stuck in the doing rather than the what does having it all mean to me today? What's really important to me today? How do I get to move through my day in a more Heidi way? That that to me is that is how I go for the having it all now. It's, it has to be different. And I have to keep paying attention to when I'm slipping back into old habits of pushing on through, trying really hard, thinking there's something wrong with me. So I have to constantly almost apologize for my rubbishness by overgiving and instead just lean back into okay what's the most hidey way to move through my day so that I can both enjoy everything I've worked so hard to create right now and continue to create more and more of the things that I desire to experience in the future it's that sitting with both, isn't it? The look at everything I've managed to create and leaning back into woohoo for me. And also at the same time saying, and now what else would I like at the same time? Because that's the thing. It's the not settling. I don't need to settle in, in order to feel safe enough to be without over pushing myself. I also need to be able to expand into more and more because that's the adventure and I want the full adventure I want it all love to know your thoughts on this please drop me a line at Heidi Heidi at HeidiMark.co.uk or follow me on Instagram and just message me and let me know what you thought of this episode I'd love to have a chat with you have a great week resources to help you gently rebel, please visit my website www.heidimark.co.uk.